0: Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming.
1: Well, hello, America, and thanks for coming. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hey, Jamal's here. Hi, it's Stony. Hey everyone. Welcome back to another fun week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. We are back, back, back again, of course, to give you all the RuPaul tea for the week. So I hope you guys are ready.
2: Yes, lots to get into this week. Yes. Well,
1: before we get into it, I feel like there's a couple points of business. Normally, we just jump into the episode, but there are new things that happen this week. So I feel like we should address them. And first of all, I just wanted to see um, how Jamal's wig was sitting
2: after Beyonce released a new single. Oh my gosh, you guys. So I've been so up and down at work and like in my, you know, in my own world over here with projects, making myself way busier than I need to be. And I missed the initial release. Like I saw that it came <laughs> out as I was like going to bed. So naturally, I had to stay up for two extra hours to make it up to the queen and give her <laughs> some <laughs> listens. <laughs> wow, Are,
1: don't you get like kicked out of the hive
2: now or I was pretty close, but they, they, <laughs> clocked, they clocked my listen, so I was safe, and I loved it. As Such l- a message. As long as you get,
1: like, 50 listens within the first day, like, you're fine. Pretty much. <laughs> it was on repeat, but of
2: course, that is no problem. <laughs> For sure. And all the proceeds are going, all, that's right, all of the proceeds are going to um, support black businesses. So, of course, she's just out here doing the damn thing and continuing to lead by example. And hopefully others will follow in her footsteps with their crafts.
1: Oh, wow. That's like such a great idea. Um, Normally, I just listen to my music on iTunes, or um, I'm sorry, on Spotify, but I think I might go purchase this one
2: yeah i did the same thing i'm usually on spotify i'm a i'm a paid account girl but i definitely bought this one yes
1: um so other news um i gave myself a little makeover yesterday and i wanted to share with everyone that i cut seven inches of hair off of my head yesterday
2: (laughs) Woo! she's feeling light
1: I'm so aerodynamic. Wow. <laughs> yes. How do you
2: feel? What brought it on? Did you just need a change? Well,
1: if you guys follow my personal Twitter, you've probably been seeing me tweeting about like wanting my haircut for the past couple weeks. And you know, I'm a quarantine queen, so uh, I was not about to go out to get haircuts or anything like that quite yet. So I was like, I don't know, should I just like keep it growing see how long it gets in quarantine but i (laughs) was really 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 annoying to me (laughs) yeah so um so yeah so i was like i don't know maybe i'll cut it like should i buzz it like what should i do like should i go full britney i don't know so (laughs) (laughs) so i was watching trixie mattel and catching up on her full coverage fridays Um, And then also after that, I watched this documentary about Queen and Adam Lambert and sort of like it talks about Queen's journey after Freddie Mercury died up to um, meeting Adam Lambert and how like he fits in and like just sort of that whole story. So um, that just made the perfect storm of me feeling my oats. And (laughs) I was like, bitch, we are cutting my fucking hair
2: tonight. I can't do it. I'm very that energy as well. Like when I make a decision, I kind of just have to, I talk myself into it in a way where it's like, you have to do this right now, or you're going to change your mind or go back on it. And Seth knows and Stony knows I've done so much with my hair over the years. So I was the same way. Like I loved my long hair for a minute. Like I had dreads and everything. They weren't like hanging dreads yet, but they were formed and one day I was like, "This is too much." And I, <laughs> 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 this is all I think too I was much. Da- I was dating Stony. I was like, "This needs to go." And I found like the nearest barber shop, and they did cut it. But I still wasn't satisfied, so I just chopped the shit off. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt so good afterwards. So um, it's nice to experiment with your hair while you have it, and it looks good on you. Well, thanks, girl. Um, definitely feeling uh, feeling good about it. I
1: feel a lot lighter and refreshed. And with summer coming, it was just going to be a lot with all of that hair. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I was feeling my little Adam Lambert rock star moment, and it was time. <laughs>
2: well we support you queen and way to do it <laughs> yes so um so yeah so those are our updates for the week you
1: guys and gals and everyone in between so we'll go ahead and switch gears here and get into our honesty spill of the week
0: uh, Honest.
2: Tea. <laughs>
1: Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back, back again to dish and dive into all that's happening in this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, episode three
2: of All-Stars 5. The heat was turned up this episode. You know, All-Stars 5, they're not playing with the drama. As far as everything else is concerned, eh, I don't know.
0: It's definitely... Um an experience this season i'm not sure it's the all-stars experience that we signed up for but it's definitely an experience
1: <laughs> yeah this is like almost a mixture of like bad girls club and ruPaul's drag race somehow like while we're talking about my hair like i'm pretty sure i'm going to be gray by the end of the season
2: <laughs> yeah my hair is slowed down um coming in So um, it's definitely something's happening on my head, too. (laughs) I don't know.
0: I almost I kind of understand now why they wanted to put the season on Showtime. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's like that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much drama each
1: and every week. It's just too much. And I don't know how like after this season, we're going to need a break.
2: We said the exact same thing earlier. All stars is one of those things where we've already kind of got a little bit of drag race fatigue, even though we're always excited for a new season. We're definitely going to need like two years before another all star season. Give the girls time to develop and cook up their crafts a little more. And then maybe we'll have the the all star season we were expecting.
1: Right. But also I want like drag race, UK queens and Thailand queens on the show for like the next all
2: stars Ooh, intersection. Yeah, I,
0: I think it's time to put the Drag Race UK girls on all stars because, girl, the talent pool is, I don't know, running dry. Well, and I haven't
2: seen any. Ooh, shade. The pork rattle. chop
1: on next season.
2: <laughs> oh no! Yes. Um, people are telling me I need to check out Drag Race Thailand, and it's been in my queue forever, and I just haven't started it. So I definitely need to jump into their season because I've seen some looks, and they can turn it.
1: Yeah, same girl. I just, I think the reason why I haven't watched it yet is just like pure accessibility. Um, so I don't know if it's on World of Wonder like app or not, but I h- hope I can find a way to watch it because I'm interested.
2: I'll share my resources with you.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So at the top of this episode on has eliminated herself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ben De la creme style. They just cut that scene.
1: Yeah. It, that one hit the cutting room floor. <laughs> Um, So in the workroom after elimination, Alexis Mateo is talking a big game. You know, she's going to break kneecaps and spit in your food.
2: Alexis is the bitch throwing pearls on stage. So y'all better look down and watch out.
0: Yeah, she's definitely pissed this episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's feeling very spicy for sure. Um, So then the next day in the workroom, they barely get around the table and Alexis asks Miss Cracker what the purpose was of her saying that she should have used the whiteout to send Angina home.
2: Ooh, people are coming for Miz, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, they really are. Uh Cracker says she meant to say Um, like to get your head in the competition to Angina, but it came out wrong. Uh she has to stop her apology because mayhem is maniacally laughing on the other side of the table. It's very uncomfortable.
2: It's just really weird because I feel like clearly there has to be some dynamics um, happening off camera or like on the previous tours or just the girls knowing each other outside of the show. Now they don't seem to be really jiving or connecting with Ms and looking for any opportunity. It's kind of bust Miz in the kneecaps and call her out because I did think like, why the hell is she laughing like that? Like, you're gonna judge a person but you're not gonna let them like finish it i get you're not buying it but why aren't you buying
0: it yeah it's it's just a weird vibe it (laughs) seems like nobody likes her but then also i don't know shay likes Ms. cracker so i don't know it's just very confusing and Ms. doesn't really have a way of like even it seems like she's not interested in really like trying to make friends either so i don't know it's weird to me
2: it's an easy opportunity to kind of get in somebody's head and of course queen Kule is emotionally intelligent enough to understand that because she's kind of the same way she's like what are these girls doing i don't understand
1: (laughs) (laughs) right so uh, Mayhem says she doesn't think the apology is authentic, and Alexis chimes in to say that Angina is gone and that you should have apologized to her while she was here.
2: I know. Calm down, Alexis. It's not like there's not time after you're fucking done filming. To do right.
1: That. Right. It's, like, very strange. So I was. I mean, am I making this up? Because I feel like Cracker did apologize to Angina at one point maybe it was in the deliberation or
0: something where she said like i shouldn't have said that the way that i did i mean i'm pretty sure she did apologize to angina so i don't know it seems like alexis just kept trying to like i don't know step into the wound or something and like yeah. she just wouldn't let it go but i don't know i just think it's it's because what Ms. said actually wasn't factually incorrect like Angina actually did kind of just give up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she
1: did. It's like, did she need to say it? Maybe not in the moment because that wasn't a topic of conversation. But, like, I don't know. It wasn't wrong. Um, It's like, what else do they want her to do? Like, do they want her to be like, you know what? I'm so sorry, Alexis. I'm actually going to (laughs) eliminate myself so that Angina can come
2: back. I think that's exactly what she wanted.
1: Like, I just don't know what else... Cracker can do besides apologize right i don't know they don't even really give her a chance to show her like growth and her like making more of an effort or anything like that either it's just like the next episode they're like why aren't you like the
2: perfect friend yeah and you have to give people time and space to do that and they're only going to apologize so much right um so alexis
1: says that she wants everyone to be real or else she will eliminate your ass (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think she's putting a huge target on her back. I'm not sure what kind of game Alexis is playing here, but she's just super spicy this episode. <laughs>
1: Definitely, yeah. uh, Juju B thinks that Alexis is the one playing mind games.
2: Yeah, and I um I agree with Juju there because you know maybe it's not overproducing yourself. It doesn't really fit in that category, but some people do. They are more talented in that department than others.
1: Right, and, and Alexis, this is her third season. She knows how to make good TV. She's a well-liked queen.
2: This is Vangie's mama, y'all. Keep an eye on her. <laughs>
1: Definitely. So thankfully, the sirens go off, and RuPaul comes in. Um, we don't have to be uncomfortable anymore. Uh, so the, <laughs> the week's maxi challenge uh, this week is they are pairing up the girls to create their own signature luxury
2: suite. Ooh, this is giving us like um, similar vibes as the club challenge where the queens created their own kind of clubs. But ooh, a resort. Yes. Yes. So the teams are as follows. Completely, totally random.
1: Not planned at all for a storyline. Um, so <laughs> they are Ms. Cracker, Mariah Balenciaga, and Shay in one team. Jujubee, India, and Alexis in another team. And because there's only two queens left, the last team is Mayhem and Blair St. Clair.
2: Hmm. I wasn't even thinking that um, random selection.
0: They always was say random. Shady.
2: right? But it's you a, know, there's more to that. This is also just
0: like poor planning by production. Like, why not do this when it's like nine queens, so we can have even teams? Like, it's <laughs> not that fucking hard to like pull out a calendar and be like, let's do this at nine instead of eight. right well
1: because i mean the the team of two they won because there's not as much like push and pull of agreements and like ideas between the girls they can just have like a more streamlined decision on what they're doing so the girls break off to brainstorm and jujube says she wants to do a wild alaska theme uh (laughs) It was rejected, but I think it was really a missed opportunity to have us think that you're going to see salmon and moose, but then it's just pictures and everything related to Alaska Thunderfuck.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That would be hilarious. I would not even go there with that. That would be so funny,
1: I think. (laughs) Missed opportunity. So Cracker is still shaken up, and this is when we get into a very psychotic edit. Uh, shay or mariah would say something and crackers like yeah uh uh-huh yeah thought bubbles thought bubbles thought bubbles anxiety
2: (laughs) just a brew and the storm is just churning isn't it
1: it really is um so it's time to design the rooms and my question is why did alexis let little juju be the one to lift that large couch (laughs) that is so shady
2: Look Alexis is feeling her oats This this episode She's like I don't have to do shit for anybody And I'm not
1: (laughs) Yes we're not size shaming But Alexis is a hefty bitch So I'm calling shade
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah and they could have done it together You know right let's like, help everybody's back we all wear heels right exactly <laughs>
1: um <laughs> another fun moment in making their sweets is uh did you catch ms crackers janet jackson dance i did yeah i did i, I like that little <laughs> little moment she took for herself
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. we see you, Ms. <laughs>
1: yes so then we're back in the workroom it's elimination day um or runway day however you want to look at it Uh, So Shay checks in on Ms. Cracker and says that it was a real rough day around the table the other day. And then Cracker realizes that it was like a bad situation that she was in, but she is working well with her team now and she's happy about it. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. Shay says that she has enjoyed working with Ms. Cracker this week.
2: And Shay is really good this way as a human being because... um she's just a good friend and that's what Ms. Cracker I think needed. It's what any of the girls need really, but <clears throat> Shay has this ability to kind of just be very level and calm for whoever needs that as a presence. And I think that Ms. especially needs that because she might struggle with how to communicate exactly how she's feeling because she's afraid of uh, being attacked by the Alexises of the cast.
1: Yeah. I think, I think, um, I think she gives, Shay gives off Beyonce energy.
2: I like that.
0: Yeah. She's just as a very calming person. Like it reminded me a little bit of like on Shay's original season, like how I believe it was Nina Bonina. Like she was always like there trying to like calm Nina down Mm -hmm. because she was just like (laughs) out of control all the time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. I know. I like that because, I mean, you know that Shay and Cracker are friends outside. Because even when they entered, they're like, oh, we were talking about collabing on something together. So clearly they work well together. Um, so Cracker says that people that she respect and look up to and work well with are Shay, Mariah, and Jujube, but will work on it with everyone else. Uh, but all Alexis Mateo hears is that Cracker doesn't trust her and there is a big confrontation. Right.
2: It's like, bitch, don't put words in my mouth. That's not what I said. Um, I said I was working on it with the others. So maybe you could be on that list tomorrow or two years from now, however long it takes
0: for me. But this isn't about you. So turn around. <laughs> yeah, this was Alexis just wanting to like have a, like a moment on the show because she wasn't involved basically
1: yeah she was just over there in the corner doing her makeup like oh god I'm not getting screen time
0: maybe she does just need to
2: get laid and I'm only saying that because that's what she said at the top of a previous episode you know some (laughs) people get really angry when they need to get that poison out yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying she said it not me
1: (laughs) jamal might have a point here you guys but we'll we'll do some research and check back in with you guys (laughs) 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 so shay's had enough of this bullying i guess if that's what you want to refer to it as or let's call it drama She's drama. had enough of this drama and stood up for Cracker and tell her that she's twisting what Cracker said and basically says to back the fuck off, Alexis,
2: Miss Thang. Yeah, it's really, like, so extra and unnecessary. Like, nobody was talking to you. Um, let this person have their moment and you'll get yours, I'm sure. <laughs> definitely so let's talk about
1: the sweets um if you were into like golden showers uh, maybe you would want to go to the glamazone uh this wouldn't be my choice because it just (laughs) sounds like there's going to be pp everywhere um (laughs) i'm pretty i'm pretty sure the mysterious ingredient to make you relax in their cocktails urine
2: uh i was hoping it was thc
1: I mean I would hope so too but this is a very peace centric room
2: <laughs> <laughs> good point I, I wasn't really connecting with this one
1: yeah I wasn't connecting with this one either aesthetically this wouldn't have been my choice but I do think that Alexis and Jujubi were very funny throughout the
2: scene I agree that's exactly how I feel because um, they were funny we were laughing throughout the whole thing but it would not be my first choice based on looks and don't talk about her grandma
0: bitch yeah that part <laughs> oh my god that was hilarious <laughs> yeah that's how I felt about it too it was more just it like it wasn't my favorite but Juju and Alexis made it hilarious so that's why I liked it <laughs> yes uh, so then
1: we have the golden gals palace what did you guys think of that one
2: Uh, This one was a little lukewarm for me. It was just a little, like, um, one note. I think the idea was great, and it had potential for sure, but the execution just wasn't there, and that tends to happen sometimes. There's maybe too much going on, not enough focus on one or two things, and it's all lost in translation.
0: Yeah, on paper, I thought it was a cool concept. I think, um, for the most part, it really wasn't that funny, (laughs) and... (laughs) I thought the design of the room was cool. Like i noticed they used Shay's uh I think it was Shay's like entrance look, like for like the wallpaper or something. Yeah, it was, oh, the that same, was. same pattern but different colors. Okay. Oh, okay. So I don't know Good if eye. they got that from Shay or where that came from, but anyway I thought it was a cool design I guess, but yeah, not as funny, I guess, as the first one
1: yeah i agree with stony i think they spent a lot of time on the look of the room but not enough time on selling it uh, and that's like that's probably three quarters of the challenge is selling it because mm. i mean you can have a cool room but if you can't sell it then it's just like meh.
2: yeah 100 percent. and
1: then of course we have um uh mayhem and blair <laughs> and their 24 <laughs> call the uh, 24 carat palace
2: 24 <laughs> <laughs> carat palace so if i was picking any of the rooms for aesthetic reasons it would be this one i think the furniture could have been positioned a little differently that was a little chaotic but it looked the cleanest and <laughs> the bougiest so this is the room i want yeah yeah
0: it was definitely very rich, but... Rich. <laughs> expensive. I, <laughs> oh, expensive. Club 96. How expensive <laughs> is it?
2: <laughs> Blair was serving, like, rich bitch Karen fantasy for real, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I still don't... I guess, like, I don't really know. Is that what the challenge was judged on? Was the design, or was it just the whole package
2: I think it's what Seth just said they probably sold it the best even though I think the first room was the funniest the entire concept I think they tied it together better than others
0: they had like the more complete package I didn't really think anything they did was like very funny to me but yeah I did like you know the room and everything
1: yeah I I agree um I like the gold aesthetic and thankfully this room doesn't come with golden showers so I appreciated that (laughs) um so <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i mean this was de- i mean i feel like all three like none of them are that great but this one was like i guess the most entertaining because um it was you know mayhem and blair were both like really just being so funny like selling the like yes yeah, so rich <laughs> and then like even <laughs> michelle broke like when blair was like how expensive do you feel? (laughs) She's like, the most expensive. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And I think it's the the, um, details like that is what the judges pay attention to. They want to see how well you're working together. Are you making it believable? Uh, Mayhem still kind of faded for me, but she was in it as well. I think the energy was there. Blair just kicked it up a little higher than she did.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think so too. They were the most, uh, the the. I think they worked together the best of the groups, um, as far as you know, in in the scene itself. You know, the other groups they worked together well, I'm sure. But like Blair and Mayhem just played off each other so well. So, um, so yeah. So I think that um, that would be probably a great spot to stop. We've been talking about golden shower so much. I think I have to go to the bathroom, so.
2: (laughs) Seriously, I think we'll get a more exciting challenge to expel more energy (laughs) for you next week, gals and everyone else.
1: (laughs) Fingers crossed. (laughs) All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back real shortly. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. back to our honesty spill of the week we are of course about to get into the runway and the two to three and ones (laughs) that we saw on the runway
2: yeah i don't know if everyone gave us three full looks but let's get into that i don't think (laughs)
0: everyone understood the assignment
2: (laughs) yeah
1: um but on the runway we have special guest martin lawrence no not that one (laughs) <laughs> Martin Lawrence Boulard. <laughs> and then also we have, of course, Nicole Bayer, who is somehow on the official RuPaul podcast and not us. But you know what? We like her so she can stay.
2: <laughs> we like Nicole Bayer. Stony loves Nailed It, of course. Um, he keeps up with it more than I do. But I've gotten to know Nicole over the last year through her um, content she's put out. And she's so funny i've also seen her on monique's heart channel a
0: couple times and
2: both of those videos were hilarious um i was
0: excited to see her yes perfect rupaul's drag race judge unlike i don't know that beer lady madison beer (laughs) (laughs) beer, yeah beer lady she's canceled too she gets canceled all the time (laughs) she was canceled before she was even like famous (laughs) yeah
1: i mean getting famous for sucking justin bieber's dick i guess wow <laughs> go off sis oh, no. but um anyways and I, god i'm getting worked up again <laughs> um but no we lo- we love nicole i actually just heard her she was on one of the last few podcasts from sloppy seconds with meatball and big dipper so loved it loved her on that episode all right, time to talk about the looks. Who do you think had the best looks?
2: You know, this week I have to give it to Blair for completing the challenge because um, <laughs> she did <laughs> all three looks, like full looks, excuse me, and they all made sense for what she was going for. They looked complete after each reveal, and she wasn't just, you know, taking off a cardigan or a sweater. So um, good job, Blair. She served it. She's always looking snatched, you know. And um, honorable mention for me goes to Ms. Cracker because I love that second um, big ball gown moment she gave us.
0: Yes, I have to second everything you said about Blair just because it was like an actual, there were three unique looks. They all like made sense. They all looked really good. So kudos to her for that. Um, I also thought Ms. Crackers was really good. Um, I actually thought uh Mariah's was pretty good. Like it was three looks. Now it was kinda like the same like theme throughout all three looks, but at least it was like they were unique and different, I thought. Um Did she just take off a jacket though
2: before she walked down the runway?
0: Well, she was wearing like a helmet, right? Like when she first came out and had like a big like Yeah. Okay, that's right. And then that's I think right. the second one was I fr- I forget what the second one the was. The second one was just like the
1: plain black mm-hmm. drapey sort of That's what situation. It was. And and I was. I forgot just about first She had like a big look.
0: like gown for the last yeah, one. Yeah.
2: Okay, I forgot about that first look.
0: Um so I did like hers. Um who else? I mean, Juju Bees was fun. Um Jujube's fun with the holiday theme. Yeah, so those are kind of my, like, highlights, I guess.
1: Yeah, I will agree with what everyone's saying here. For me, I think my favorite would have been Juju Um, She had a really, like, I mean, three completely separate looks. Um, you know, culturally sensitive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think that she did a really good job. Uh, I agree with what you guys were saying. Uh, for me, Blair was, like, maybe safe, not yes. a top... But she did give us three looks, so that kind of like really propels her <laughs> towards the top of the list
2: more than others. Agreed, I wouldn't say she won the week, but she completed the challenge.
1: <laughs> yes, um, I it's like I want to give props to Alexis Mateo, but I've never seen a ballerina
2: at a circus, so <laughs> that's what I, I, I don't said. <laughs> like maybe on the tightrope, but it's more like 2 2. Like this was more it's just the ballerina tool, but there was nothing too, too about that. And the ideas just weren't like cohesive for me. Like there was no, you don't necessarily need a story or a theme for each look, but it just didn't connect in any way for me.
0: Well, and I, I will give her props though, like you said, because she did actually have three unique looks. So that's more than what we can say for some of these Queens. (laughs) Most of them.
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, the big top look, me wasn't great <laughs> um but i think a more successful journey for her would have been big top to ringmaster to this trapeze artist that she had yeah um, yes so <laughs> yes <laughs> all right so let's talk about i guess really for this there's more of a tops and bottoms so let's talk about the ones that were not so successful maybe the ones that like did not offer us three separate looks
2: You know, I have to bring up India first because I just kind of love the period piece kind of looks and I was excited for where it was going to go. But if you don't stop giving me like these unitard looks queen and push it a little more like last week, you gave me the unitard with the ruffle moment. Um, Then you gave us that again with the heart pinning the fabric together with some fringe that was not necessary. And now this week it's like a unitard with a like loose hanging belt, which don't get me wrong. It's sexy, but it wasn't like the challenge. It's taking off a skirt and your cape. That's not three different looks.
0: Yeah. When she first walked out, I actually thought I was like this look, I actually liked it as a look, but it basically she didn't do the challenge like she basically just took off accessories and then she was like i'm yes. done yes this it's is like, not the accessorizing that's tr- challenge yeah <laughs> like girl like you did not complete the challenge <laughs> right and that's where it's
1: not fair to pick on mariah because while she did sort of do that i feel like she had at least more separate looks. Yeah. Like between you know the 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 beginning and the end were vastly different. So she at least had, you know, pretty solid a couple solid looks in there. I agree. Um I feel like we also of course need to talk to Mayhem because this is sort of also what
2: happened with her. Mayhem gave us like one and a half looks. I don't know. Like you can't just take off an accessory and call it a different look. I mean, sure you can, but If we're really splitting hairs, Drag Race, that does not... Removing a single accessory does not count (laughs) as, like, an entirely different look. And you know it doesn't.
0: I don't know. Yeah, this is this was bad. I'm just so disappointed in Mayhem. Like, I was expecting so much more out of her. And just, like, girl, you know better than to, like... As somebody that has literally... She's watched the show as much as she has, and she's going to come out and, like not even have like a three in one look or whatever.
2: Not to mention if you're going to be coming for Queens the way you have during like in the workroom and in your talking heads, you better be serving some sauce, miss and it's just not a good look. Right? Like taking off your
1: sarong doesn't make your bathing suit different in any way. So, um nope. I don't know. She wore a uh, like an outfit like a woman would wear to a pool. You know, with you know, they want to feel like covered up when you first get there, so you have like yeah. the little jacket moment, and then you get to the pool, you take it off, and then um, you know you're in your sarong, you're tanning a little bit, and you're like, eh, I guess I'm like really hot now, so I'm gonna go in the pool, mm-hmm. and that's one look. It's Just one look, girl.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and I want to, like, I really, really want Mayhem to do well, but what happens with some of these girls is, or the way I see it going, we'll see what happens on the next episode, is they get too caught up in what's happening um, off the stage, and they lose focus on themselves and the competition, and sadly for Mayhem, this is kind of a theme so far. She starts hot, and she burns out, and I don't want to see that happen again.
0: And the audacity of mayhem voting for shay like what an actual fuck (laughs) yeah oh well
1: that's a conversation we'll have later but yes (laughs) but i but i also do want to say that i really liked mayhem's final look i thought she looked really good
2: it was really good that was a good drag
1: um also one that we have not talked about yet which um maybe that's just us being crafty (laughs) <laughs> is Shay Kule. <Coulay. laughs>
2: Shay was in the middle for me this week. I don't think it was as arts and crafts as the judges tried to make it sound. Like we've seen other queens who come out with capes during the finale that say reveal, and other queens who just walk out with garbage bags around them, but it's fine because they're a more popular queen. Um, and white. And white. And, oop, yeah, let's talk about it. But um, <laughs> I thought this was just like a neon Bugs Life fantasy. I didn't think it looked cheap, but I wasn't like, oh, yeah, Shay, go girl, you did that, you slayed. I thought it was all right.
0: Yeah, I I kind of think it was all right. One of the problems, I think, with it, well, a couple things. One, it, it just seemed like there was a lot going on mm-hmm. and a lot of colors. It, it just it all kind of blended together and it just kind of looked when you looked at it, it was like, this kind of like messy looking just with everything. But then two, because it was like a, you know, three looks in one or whatever. It almost like there was not a huge variation between the three things that she was doing, even though I would say she was better than like India or mayhem. It just, they were kind of like similar. Yeah. So I don't know.
1: Yeah I would say this one would definitely be a safe for me. Um, I guess if we're being critical of 3 and ones this is kind of almost in the same realm of like Mayhem and India Um, you know not necessarily being a full three-on-one but also not because there was an actual story going on here whereas like we're not just going to like beach or whatever mm-hmm. um there is more of a concept you
2: know, with the caterpillar to a butterfly
1: right and the skill of you know just alone of Shay painting her face that way and looking really good mm-hmm. like i think there's more effort from Shay. agree than these others of course um the wings i guess our sort of reference for this is courtney act you know with her big giant wings yes so when you get like these baby wings maybe it's just not as visually like you know, exciting on the show, I guess. Yeah,
2: I think it would have made more of an impact if there was a way for them to come out still on the shoulders, but more to the side. It would have been a little more dramatic than kind of just sticking out of the shoulder blades and giving us like archangel vibes or something.
1: Right, and I was also kind of hoping it was like not, I mean, she used kind of like fabric, Mm -hmm. and I was kind of hoping it'd be more like tassels or something more hanging that would give
2: more movement. Oh, something a little more dragged up
1: yeah I don't know but I mean overall I think it's okay I just sort of went back and forth as she was walking down the road I'm like oh this is cool well ooh, what's happening yeah. oh gosh like overload overload is
2: the word it was just very busy
1: yeah so um I guess I'm kind of I mean I'm not gonna shit on Shay of course because she is Shay <laughs> she's amazing <laughs> but um yeah I don't know it was just sort of weird for me so it like she, I don't
0: I guess she was safe yeah it's like she took a risk and it just, it didn't really pay off this time. But I mean, overall, Shay is really good. So,
2: and this is the risk of being really talented in anything that you do, right? You're going to have your bad days, even though it's not really bad. You just, did, you <laughs> didn't win that day. Like, you live to see another day and move on. So, Shay was having one of those moments. It was a safe week.
1: Definitely. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's all stars. You know, you really are, are getting nitpicked at this point. Um, one thing before we move on, I just wanted to say that I really enjoyed Miss Cracker's face beat this week. I thought she looked really good.
2: Mm-hmm. I think Miss Cracker really served. I, you know, I wouldn't put her like at the top, but I really, really, really enjoyed her concept as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right, you guys. So moving right along, we find out that the winning suite is the twenty-four karat gold experience by Blair and Mayhem. Um, but fuck their drag because <laughs> <laughs> Juju B
0: is winning this challenge. Yes, good job, Queen Juju. Yes, and can I just say, Juju B, this episode in general, not just in the challenge, was like cracking me up. Like it just—I don't know. She is just a great queen. She's hilarious. So funny.
2: <laughs> I could listen to Juju B speak like for hours. Does she have a YouTube channel? Oh. i don't know she might have a podcast i think (laughs) so funny just the talking heads everything just love 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 juju yes i want her to like narrate my life yes please
1: (laughs) 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 um all right oh oh, and also this is juju b's first main challenge win and she's been on the show for three seasons
2: that was so wild to believe like yeah three seasons we are very familiar with juju but my goodness, I it did not register, she never won.
0: Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so let's see. So ooh, ooh, oh yeah. So Juju B wins a stay at the nicest hotel in a retirement community in Fort Lauderdale.
2: <laughs> hey, Fort Lauderdale has some um decent male stripper venues, I hear. Oh, does it? Mm, that's the only reason. <laughs> it's re- not
1: all retirement communities. <laughs> that's the
2: only reason I'd go to Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> same
1: (laughs) get that florida trade girl
2: sorry florida listeners
1: (laughs) um another fun moment that i liked during the critiques is when nicole tells cracker to stop worrying what everyone is saying because um and, and this is transitioning into my train of thought because If Cracker does feed into what Alexis and Mayhem are saying, then she's buying into that storyline. But if Miss Cracker is confident and doesn't worry about what they're
2: saying, then they are going to look foolish. That's right. And that's really that is a secret ingredient to anybody's sauce. It's just kind of having that confidence to put on that filter where you can ask yourself, is that criticism constructive? Are they just trying to bring me down? Am I trusting my gut in this moment? And we've seen Miss Cracker do really well. We've seen Miss Cracker live and she's a great performer. I think she's just in her head. And I think that Nicole saying that, I will agree. I think it shook the other girls a little bit because it's like, uh-oh, don't be boosting that bitch's confidence because as soon as she's back to what Cracker, who Cracker is, they're all in trouble. <laughs>
1: Right, and I was initially worried. I was like, ooh, Alexis is not going to be happy getting called out on the runway, so I guess we'll see what happens next week. Mm-hmm. But um, but I think that this is a big confidence boost for Ms. Cracker, so it'll be really interesting to see what happens next week. Yes. For sure. All right, so then we find out that the bottom three this week are India, of course, Mariah, <laughs> and Shea Coulee. <laughs>
2: I love that, of course. (laughs) Well, she's made it her home the past few weeks, so. And she's pissed about it. I hate that Shay is in the bottom because with All Stars, it's just always that moment. I was stressing out on Twitter. I was like, oh my gosh, these queens are going to vote her off.
0: Yeah, I was for sure, like, during this, I was like, Shay's going home. Like, I just knew it was going to happen. And I was like, oh my God, like, the season is ruined. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw someone on Twitter was like,
1: I swear to God, if Shay goes home this week, I'm burning all the rest (laughs) of the Queen's
2: wigs. (laughs) So, hey, it's um, not their fault. Go burn Rue's wig.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just completely shocking to me to put Shay in the bottom. There's like literally no reason for that other than the fact that they just know Shay's going to do so well in this competition. Yeah. And they just wanted to like you know switch it up so they're like oh well shay was in the bottom that one time you know Uh to kind of like give her more of a story arc depth i guess you would say
2: yeah this is one of those love hate moments because it is the queens that would be voting her out but it's like production in the show it's like okay can we just have it like a regular season because these twists it's not working in my favor this week so i need it to stop (laughs) right (laughs)
1: right Don't give them the opportunity to do that. Like they were trying to get another Malin- uh, Manila Luzon moment yes. out of this, I think. Yes, yeah. They and, were.
0: But the thing is that sucks is like, this is not all stars four. like we had other like talented Queens. Mm-hmm. So if you did it this season and got rid of Shay, like who the fuck is left? <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. T. I'm like, who do I want to even? In- <laughs> yeah. I don't know, girl. T.
1: Um, All right, so yeah, India throws a tantrum because she wants her last TV moment on television.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like, I get being, like, frustrated. I haven't been on the show, obviously, but I feel like at some point when you're part of these competitions or if you're at work or you're doing whatever else you're focused on in life, right, there comes a moment where you know you're not giving it your all and that you could maybe try to interpret the critiques or feedback a little differently
0: i don't know like somebody should just fucking tell her that like she didn't complete the assignment this week (laughs) yeah she was serving us crocodile
1: tears honey this week i mean no one believes you you're in the bottom you're a filler queen (gasps) so we just need to keep going so that shay can win
2: (laughs) oh no I don't believe you're a filler know. queen, India, but you do need to, like, push it a little bit.
0: I mean, I don't know. I think push she's it real good. freaking <laughs> out. You won the first fucking challenge. It's episode three. Like, it's fine, girl.
2: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is often the trajectory we see
1: for the earlier season queens on an All-Stars. You know, they're like, give them their moment right in the first episode, and then they are leaving the competition.
2: <laughs> ooh
1: um i don't know i just don't know why i get such why i'm so turned off by india farah it's just that's just how it is and i'm sorry
2: hey that's that's all right too late to apologize (laughs) yeah
1: i like that one (laughs) (laughs) that's my jam girl (laughs) it's too late to apologize Um, anyways, so yes, yeah, so we find out it's time to lip sync. We find out Jujubee's lip sync assassin <laughs> is going to be Raven, and they
0: cried the whole time. <laughs> I was, we wish. I was hoping Tyra Sanchez was the lip sync assassin this week. <laughs> James is not Girl. doing any gigs,
2: <laughs>
1: J- James is not a part of this anymore. <laughs> Um, No but really We find out that B's lip sync Assassin is Monet Exchange what a Strong competitor
2: yes queen Coming out here looking like the most basic Thickest figure skater you've Ever seen
1: (laughs) She's a thicker skater You know Monet that didn't really work
2: (laughs) Oh no that that one was lost. Like a thick
1: figure skater I don't know
2: (laughs) we'll workshop It But you know, Monet's always beat. She didn't give us her pussycat wig moment, but she's gorgeous. And while it was a simple look, I mean, she's still stunning.
1: Right. I thought this was um, a little bit of a disappointing lip sync, in my opinion, overall. I will say that Monet did deserve to win, but I mean, we've all seen Monet lip sync and turn it out. And this one, I don't know, just felt a little bit too mellow for the song. Well, I
2: feel... For both. Yeah. I feel like she didn't... She felt like she probably didn't need to pull out all the
0: stunts and shows. No shade to Juju, she, but... She's like, I got this. Basically. I don't know. It was Yeah, it was very low energy. <laughs> Juice is a great song
1: for... Like, all the drag queens lip sync to Juice. Um, so, I've seen a lot of great performances to this song, and... This was maybe a little bit subpar.
2: She did Monet give us that little, um, you know, figure skater yoga pose moment where she threw that leg up the way she did. You know, my ass would be in the ER if I tried that. But um, yeah, that was about as exciting a little, as
1: it got. I saw a little T-Boss move in there too. <laughs> I saw a little T-Boss. Um, so yeah. So in the end, um, Monet Exchange wins the lip sync, so no one's getting money this week, and that will roll over to next week where hopefully Shay gets $20,000 again.
2: <laughs> um, oh, mercy. Listeners, if you are annoyed with us um, standing Shay, and we haven't seen any of these <laughs> kind of comments, but I feel like they may be coming, get over it. These queens <laughs> need to step their pussies up, and we still like them. They're just not turning it like Shay is, and you can all eat it. Yeah, <laughs> eat the cake, anime.
1: <laughs> um. All right, so in the end uh the whole crew that's left voted mariah balenciaga off of the show and she is going home and it's kind of sad i mean mariah really grew on me i didn't i had low expectations for her because i was never really fond of her in her first season but she was really enjoyable in all stars Mm -hmm. and a really really you know amazing queen
0: yeah, I really liked her this go-round. I wasn't a big fan on her original season, but yeah, I really enjoyed her time here. I'm just, I don't know, I'm very confused by the voting situations, but <laughs> <laughs> I think... <laughs> Which we'll talk about in Untucked.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, I feel like Mariah kind of got the short end of the stick. Um, what we were touching on earlier, I f- like. I don't want to reach for the judges because that's never my intention. Um, but I feel like they want to fall back on, oh, she's just not giving us enough personality. We don't know who Mariah is. You know, they love playing that card, but then you let people buy that completely miss the challenge. Like, I think that she was... Queens like that who are just not completing the challenge, they need to be shooken in the bottom, and I think Mariah got screwed that way. In my opinion... I know I'm an India hater, but I think she should have gone home this week instead of Mariah. I mean, you know, I'm petty, so um, I would send her home, too, because you just didn't do it. And yeah, you won the first challenge, but you, miss, have been living in the bottom, and you are on my fantasy (laughs) team. Yes
1: yes so um yeah so that's the episode stoney would you like to break it down and let us know how the fantasy league is looking this week
0: yes so this week episode three the point tallies jamal got 45 points i got 20 points and seth got
1: 25 so
0: after three full episodes Jamal is in the lead with 95 points. Woo! Mm. Wow. Seth is second with 75 points. Uh-oh. And I am in last place with 60 points. Okay, it's still a pretty oh. close race. It is.
1: There's just not a lot of points to be had. Um so actually <laughs> we implemented a new rule this week to give us more points. Oh yes, explain. Um, so we need to tell the listeners there Well, also. So first of all, we've got to give Juju B points for not knowing the lyrics. <laughs> and that's the first time we've ever gotten to use that category. Girl,
2: you're busted.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, so the new rule that we implemented is, you know, to adapt to these new all-star lip sync assassin rules. So if your fantasy league queen wins the lip sync, then you get 10 points. But if your fantasy queen is the one lip syncing and they lose to the lip sync assassin, the other two hosts get ten points.
2: <sighs> yes, yes. So congratulations, you hosts. Yes.
1: So <laughs> this week, uh, Stony and I got points because Juju lost her lip sync.
2: <laughs> uh, you know what? I think that's a fun rule, and I will take that.
1: Yes, I of course got my points because Shay kool won last week, so mm-hmm. not trying to brag or anything. <laughs> Just
2: a cute little reminder.
1: Yes, and Stony actually has the fantasy league that's almost completely eliminated. Yeah, so
0: I only have Ms. Cracker left after Angina and Mariah uh, were eliminated, so I'm fucked basically. <laughs> good luck girl (laughs) seriously could
2: you imagine if she came back though and just like swept us all like what a wig snatch
1: (laughs) for real (laughs) oh my gosh all right so let's move into untucked i have several points written down that we should discuss um first let's talk about jujube she is you know really happy she finally has her first win and she talks about how hard it's been for her to stay clean and sober during the competition and then mayhem and blair also um, relate to that as well whether it be alcohol or drug use um, to just being in that a drag queen and being in the environment of a club there's lots of those temptations around i'm pretty sure we've talked about this on the show before too
2: Oh, yeah, we most definitely have. And um, I know, like, uh, clearly, Drag Race is not a quarantine activity. This was filmed a year ago. So, I mean, think about all of you listeners who are locked in your homes or you're quarantining, staying away from everybody. And maybe you're a sober person and dealing with the stresses of that and just having a really hard time. So, Ugh, just putting things like work and anything else to add to any emotional distress. Like it makes you want that vice so much more.
0: Yeah. I was glad that she shared that. And also I think cause Blair too has had like a past of, you know, drinking and stuff. So it was good to see her kind of like talk about that struggle as well. Definitely. I thought it was a great like
1: vulnerable moment, um, which w- I think was needed um, especially for, um, m- uh, Mayhem and Blair, because so far this season, they've just sort of been like catty or like really confident. Yes. So it's, you know, while we're like, you know, Mayhem, why the hell are you coming for Cracker? Like, this is a good redeeming moment for Mayhem, I think. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it kind of puts a little bow on some things. So it helps to kind of have that extra context for sure. Yeah. I don't think Mayhem's a total monster now. <laughs> no i'm just kidding (laughs) no i feel the exact same way we like to see that they're still human yeah we do uh so then we get to see
1: monet exchange coming in backstage and i love that she's still you
2: know incorporating monique's uh catchphrase i know (laughs) (laughs) i love this about monet and bob like Monique must get so much, like, traffic because these two are just always quoting Monique, acting like Monique, (laughs) calling Monique. Like, it's just (laughs) hilarious.
1: It is. Um, And then also we get to see her backstage deciding if she's going to wear that blonde Aiden Zane wig or not. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. (laughs) Yeah. You
2: you caught that, didn't you? (laughs) Yes,
1: girl um all right so then rupaul forces everyone to play dirty charades of course it's like her favorite game it's her
2: favorite game miss rue <laughs> she feels really
1: naughty when they play dirty charades <laughs> um, makes me feel young again um yeah i don't know i mean she makes the people do it on her podcast all the time it's like yeah. rue stop trying to make dirty charades happen i know please stop <laughs> So then, um, yes, as we talked about earlier, they show how the votes broke down and uh,
2: um, Alexis and Mayhem voted for Shay. Mm-hmm. Um Mayhem was very the strategic vote, for sure. Like when we saw her make her decision, she was like, well, this one's got to go if I'm going to stick around, which is very telling.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> it's just so stupid. I don't know this like made me so mad because it's like you bitches are going to like, I don't know. I feel like may. I'm just like, I didn't bring anything to like actually perform well. So I'm just going to like play carnival games and win survivor. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: And we already know Alexis is like, she's not here to fuck around. So she's going to be like, I want to, you need to be real or I'm voting your ass out. And Shay is like the realest bitch there. And you're putting her lipstick in the box. So who's really real Alexis. <laughs>
1: yeah those two are definitely strategic i mean there were really votes all over the board for the bottom three so it really could have gone any way like Mm -hmm. Shay got two mariah got three india got two so had any other queen switched their mind it could have gone a completely different way (laughs)
2: imagine if untucked were like oh my gosh producers we know you're listening if untucked for like an hour, we would probably see a little more conversations happening because it is like Big Brother and Survivor in that sense, where it's like, okay, I'm not gonna like vote you out, but you need to have my back too. I think that we're missing some of those chats outside of the deliberations.
0: I don't know. It yeah. Did is so? Who did Juju vote for? Do we know? Juju voted for um Mariah, I believe. Oh, okay. Oh.
2: Ooh, next week's opening, then, will be interesting to see that reasoning.
1: Yeah, I want to know if Shay asks
2: who voted for her.
0: <laughs> you, oh, oh shit. I wasn't even thinking about that. You know,
2: all the girls are nosy as hell. I think everybody's going to want to know who voted for who. Definitely,
1: they are. Um, I think India probably doesn't care. She's just happy to be there. Um, yeah. Mariah's not there to worry about it anymore, and Shay's going to, like be like, "Excuse me, cuz like the two people that she was really like kind of not fighting but like standing up against for Ms. Cracker were the ones that voted for
2: her." I know. I know. It's it's it looks sketchy.
1: It's not a good look for these two queens. So I'm wondering if one of them, maybe Mayhem or someone is in the bottom.
2: We And then Shay wins. Ooh. Well, we'll see you know that karma always comes back that way and um i guess like we're towards the end of the episode so i'll just sneak this in there now because we've talked a lot about Alexis' behavior um with that being said none of the queens deserve death threats if y'all don't get out here and get your little cousins or something watching (laughs) the show because like we're all human i am some days and people see that side of me and that's probably all they think of me i'm sure the same thing happens to some of you alexis was clearly having a moment this episode does she deserve to die no no she does not yeah and you can't just like throw that shit out there it's maybe as it was a joke in the past it's not a joke anymore and it needs to stop
1: right and i have to say if I was in this situation, I probably would have reacted the same as Alexis. I was like, Oh, so you don't respect me. (laughs) You know, that's just, you know, like you sort of are like, well, what are you saying about me? Yeah. Um, so I don't think, I mean, Alexis has come in for cracker pretty hard this see this episode. Um, but no, that doesn't mean no Alexis doesn't need to die. She's not a bad person. She doesn't need threats. Mm -hmm. I still think she's strong competition. Yeah.
2: And
0: I am still going to root for her.
2: <laughs> That's right. Have fun and
0: watch the show. Yeah, don't take it so yes. fucking seriously, Jesus.
1: <laughs> so, I think to wrap this up in a positive way, um I wanted to talk about a tweet from Mayhem Miller. And she says, Some of y'all got me blushing over here, calling me the trade of the season. Oh.
2: Fact or fiction? Um, mayhem's not my trade of the season but that's that's no shade i think mayhem's very cute but i've always been um you know i like them pocket size sometimes so i think miss cracker is my trade of the season
0: <laughs> i mean mayhem's cute i don't know i don't know if i really have a trade for this season like really there's nobody no? that i'm i'm like filling really so
1: I have a few. Oh well, One. you
0: share then, Queen. <laughs>
1: None of them are mayhem. <laughs> um, so the the trades of the season for me would be, in no particular order, Shay Couleé, Blair St. Clair, and Ms. Cracker. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Shay could get it too. Those cheekbones.
1: <laughs> yeah, she could do a lot. Of <laughs> <laughs> but we won't talk about that here that's that's um, an off-season
2: episode
1: <laughs> yeah that's like tfc after dark girl <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah but then uh also too bianca del rio did send off mariah balenciaga
2: oh yeah that's right i i don't know i'm like bianca del rio's comedy might not be my cup of tea but i do love her as a queen yeah yeah her sense I agree. her sense of humor is just it's really funny and the way she can um speak on certain issues and her the way she kikis key with all types of cast members that have been on the show it's um it seems genuine and it's always hilarious and enjoyable
1: definitely i think she's more fun like as a friend yes. than her comedy yes
2: exactly yeah.
1: <laughs> so um but yeah so that's this week's episode Uh, Don't forget to visit ThanksForComingPodcast.com. You can see all of the breakdown of points for the Fantasy League. You can catch up with our latest happenings. Um, You can find all the links to listen to us on whatever platform you like. And, of course,
2: leave us reviews. Yes, yes, yes. Please um, continue to engage with us online. We love that. Send us questions, tfcpod at gmail.com. And, yeah, you know how to reach us. Yes. And we'll be back next week to
1: talk about episode four. But until then, bye. bye. bye.